Welcome to another edition of the Out of Context Podcast. Upper Paleolithic art dating back 3,000 years ago depicts people using dildos to pleasure themselves and others. This means mankind have into sex toys long before the will. Now that's out of the way. I am Walker AC, and to you, my friends, yes, you are my friends, this is Adrian. And with me is my co-host, my partner in crime, the one who will hide the bodies if necessary, if paid a decent amount of money, Ashley Majestic. Hi, Ashley. How are you? Hello. I want to add that I'm also the bestie without a testy, but I can be testy should you testy me. Now, you said a testy. Now, that means you only have one. So is that a testi? Do you have two? I'm just, just asking for a friend. No, actually, is a testi if it's just one? I thought we had or to test die, like if you had two, like what? What's the proper plural for that? Now, technically, it's testicles uh, with an S. Well, yeah. I know that part, but are you going to call it testy or test die? Like octopi, like because if it's octopi, it's like multiple. Oh, okay. So it'll be test die if it's like multiple balls, just like with the octopus. If there's multiple, then it's an octopi. So okay, um, you know what? My test die became so huge that they morphed into one powerful one so i have big ball energy so it's not like big dick energy or anything it's just a test eye energy pretty much interesting yeah i have all the energy big dick big test eye let's see this this is why you intimidate me sometimes but that's neither here nor there so how was your day treating you so far I mean, it's okay. I pretty much spent the day just sleeping um, because, you know, by the time people are listening to this, where we live, we've already had a hurricane. And during hurricanes are my time to hibernate. And because I can just sleep when hurricanes come around, it's like windy, chill weather. Um, then posing fear if we're going to die or not, it just makes me want to sleep. Oh, I mean, of all the hurricanes that I've been through at, during all the years, really doesn't bother me anymore. I lay down, I sleep through it if I have to work. It doesn't bother me either because that means nobody's going to come into my shop to bug me. So hurricanes, bring it on. I'm all for it. Now, we are recording this. This is going to be after your birthday. So, and we're going to have a show in between and which all the debauchery and all the horrible things that will happen is going to be well documented. So, I mean, Let's just assume everything went through okay with your birthday and no one got physically injured, insulted, beaten above the head and neck with a pair of scissors or anything of the sort. Let's just assume that everybody oh, had a good time. you're saying that my birthday is boring. It was going to be boring, huh? No, not boring. Mm-hmm. Just sure. just more subdued and more relaxed and calm. Just think of all of all of us and your friends sitting around a library table just sipping wine and reading books and Talking about days of yore and stuff like that. Yeah, you lost me at wine because wine is disgusting. You don't like wine? I do not like wine. I, you know what? We're going to save this argument for a little bit into this. But, um, but yeah, so hurricanes where <laughs> if anyone's familiar with the hurricane, if you're not from Florida, anyone that that is not from Florida panics at the slightest hit. If it's not a tropical storm, it's anything above a tropical storm, they panic. They had to buy all the supplies. 
they have to get five generators. They have to like board up their houses. And I can understand for houses that are older or you're in flooding areas, things like that. Yeah, I can understand. But you have people that live in nicer houses, nicer living areas, and they buy everything. And to be fair, the news terrifies people. They just upplay it so much. Whereas anyone that's like born and raised here in Florida or has been here more than 30 years is like, oh, okay. So we're just getting wind and rain and a little bit of damage. No, nothing too crazy. Now when it hits like category four, okay, be a little concerned if it's a cat five. All right, well, I had a long life. <laughs> yes, I do remember the cat four that came through once and we just packed up and we went to Orlando Got myself a hotel room with the family, hung out. You know, the, the the storm did what it did, and I came back home. It wasn't too bad, just that when they mentioned the E-word, evacuate, then everybody loses their goddamn mind. You know, <clears throat> like you said, they run to the store, buy up water, buy up generators, just go crazy. Now they, you know, eat up the toilet paper, and they just lose their ever-loving mind. So with me... I'm very lucky that Castle Walker is built to deal with this stuff. Granted, I might lose power here or there, but evacuating, and I'm going to sound like the Florida man here, I'm not going nowhere. I'm hunkering down because I don't feel like getting on I-4 and just being stuck in traffic for three or four hours trying to get to a hotel room or trying to leave the state, then turn around and coming back. I just really can't deal with that. Yeah, uh, every time a hurricane comes, I have my, usually it'll be my sister-in-law that lives in Georgia. She's always to me, are you, you can come up here if you want. You can always, and I and I understand that and I appreciate it because she's not used to hurricanes. She doesn't really experience them. I'm like, no, we're, we're fine. And then on top of that, I don't want to, again, ple like people that live in Florida that have, you know, uh, old homes, things that are very easily susceptible to damage, I can understand. But I live in a pretty decent house, a very sturdy and the last few houses I've lived in too, same same thing. I lived in an apartment, townhouse, our first home, and this home. Nothing really worried that I need to evacuate for. And because on top of that, when people evacuate their homes, that's where looters come in. Because the looters know people are leaving and then their homes are open for, because their homes can already be damaged, which uh, there's no power, so they can break into the houses because alarms aren't working, cameras are off. You know, all of it, all that stuff's disconnected, so it makes it so much easier for people to steal. And then on top of that, you're not even at your own home. Yeah, so I'm I'm one of those people that says, mm, no, I ain't going nowhere. No, no, not at all. I mean, I enjoy my castle way too much to leave it. And once again, I've been through this so many times. And even if it hits that bad, I guess I'd rather deal with a hurricane than a tornado or an earthquake. Because earthquake will happen anytime. Tornadoes, yes they'll, yes, they'll sound the alarm. They'll give you time to run into your bunker and stuff like that. But, you know, I'd rather take my chances with a hurricane, as dumb as that sounds. Because, I mean, I'm right there with you. Um, hurricane, if it's going to, I mean, hurricane. Earthquake, if it's going to come, it's coming. Um, tornadoes, Florida, we get those too. Not as often, but we do get those. And, you know, I mean, really for anything, it's just... I'm kind of staying put in my house. Um, I I don't live on the coast anymore, but now that I live more inland, it's the the worry is very less because I'm not right near water and I'm not in a flooding area either. So it's just all right. Well, 
probably gonna lose power and that's gonna suck because while well, I have all this time off, you know, I wanna play video games. I wanna browse the internet. I wanna be on TikTok. Cause see, I really don't feel comfortable doing that at somebody else's house or a hotel. I don't know, just at my cranky old age, I just don't wanna go anywhere. So now I painfully understand why the elderly don't want to leave their houses, don't want to leave their trailer parks. They just want to just sit and be left alone instead of being cramped up in a car for hours. Of course, that's going to come back and bite me in the ass next year when we have more hurricanes, but I don't know. So, on to bigger and better things. What do you have on tap for us today? We kind of, or, you know, just kind of already dipped it. It's just um, a little segment because I... I you know, had the idea from another podcast I listened to months ago, and they did this, and I feel like it, because you and I always have this kind of banter anyway, I figure it's about time we do a segment about it, which is, um, a hill I will die on, and if someone doesn't understand, doesn't know that term, hill I will die on, it means it's an opinion I have on something, and you will not change my mind. I will truly believe this opinion that I stand by, and I will die before I admit that my opinion is wrong. So this is not about political or religious stuff. It's more of just general opinions on the smaller things in life. But you will go to battle for them. Which goes to the whole wine thing that you touched base on. No, yeah, wine is disgusting. (laughs) Well, I'm not a big drinker. Anyone who knows me knows I don't do alcohol. I don't smoke. I don't do any stuff like that. I'm a boring guy. One thing I will dabble in here and there is wine. And I do a red wine um, called Merlot. It's a very sweet wine. I like it cold and it's amazing. You know, it really doesn't taste like alcohol. It really doesn't do much to your body. It just kind of relaxes you. Now I sound like an alcoholic. Um, so I'll do Mer- Merlot maybe twice a year. Just a couple glasses to relax me before bed is really something comfortable. Now I'm not a wine connoisseur. I don't try to be one i might have stayed in the best western inn one day but i'm not you know but i'm not a master at this stuff all i know is red merlot there might be some more stuff out there good to the taste but it's not really my thing but always recommend it to anyone you know especially you know if they drink vodka or they drink kind of alcohol i say relax with me and just have one glass of merlot to try it out I, for me, that actually surprises me, and but um, that you actually have something that you will occasionally drink for. But for me, wine, I have tried so many because someone will say, oh, well, you haven't tried this. What about that? What about this brand? Listen, I have, as, a, as an alcoholic, and I've tried many drinks in my day, and still do, I have tried wine any opportunity if someone else is drinking it. I will, I've tried different um, flavors, different brands, different, like just, I've tried a wide variety. I've just never tasted one that I thoroughly enjoy it. This is something I could sip on. I, and, but I'm the same way with beer. I don't like beer. The only way you will get me to drink beer is if I am so far gone drunk, I am three sheets of the wind that my taste buds are gone. I will just in, consume anything at that point. I mean, I will eat someone's ass. I mean, not really, but that's what I'm trying to explain is with my taste buds gone when I'm that far drunk and I still want alcohol, beer. I'll, if so, there's beer there, I'll chug the beer. I'll get sick, but it's it's beer and uh, it's alcohol. Uh, the last time I had beer, actually, was probably about, I want to say like five years ago, maybe. Uh, went to a bar, 
my husband, Brandon Varanka, um, Brandon and Hazem were cutting us off like, hey, we're pretty toasted. Uh, we're going to cut you guys off because you guys are just drunk off your minds. You are white girl wasted. You are definite blue girls. And so they cut, they cut us off. And what, meanwhile, while they're playing darts, there's that pitcher of beer. So her and I were taking turns drinking from the pitcher. I can't, I really can't picture drinking beer. And the reason why I say that is because many, many moons ago, um, my mom used to, used to drink a beer and I smelled the beer and it smelled horrible. And I'm not too sure the old adage, it smells like battery acid, but it just stinks. And everyone I speak to about beer, they say, oh, it tastes like piss, which makes me always wonder, you drink piss? But anyhow, and I can't really fathom smelling a beer, you know, either that or smelling vodka, anything else like that. And of course, I'm going to break into continuity here a bit. Um, <laughs> when you were talking, the, the, the microphone uh, faded out. Now, did you just say I would eat ass? rather than drink a beer pretty much okay just checking because for those of you who are listening it dipped out the moment you said that so i had to go back and make sure you said that correctly so that is your proverbial hill to die on you know you you would not you would not do wine no matter what yes i it just i feel like it's disgusting uh if someone were to surprise me one day with a really delicious one fine but I fully believe that there's no wine or beer on this planet that I, I will love and thoroughly enjoy them. Like, I have to keep drinking this because I love it so much. No, wine is disgusting. Beer is disgusting. <laughs> I will agree with you on the beer part. Okay, so we're going to lob back and forth here. So I thought about it, and my hill to die on is I believe that there is no reason whatsoever to not be zen. Now, take this ride with me. I've been through a lot of things in life, just like everyone else have. I'm not that special. And I've been in situations where people, places, things have tested my patience. You know, life, job, relationships have always tested my patience. And back then, I've always lost my cool. I've always been angry. I've always been explosive. I've always had an anger problem. And I know what you're thinking, Ashford. Adrian, get angry? Get No. Never, never, never a million years. Yes, I used to be a very angry, angry person back then. And, you know, bizarre events changed my whole way of thinking. So my hill to die on is I believe that there is no reason ever to let something or someone get you to a point where you want to yell and scream and attack. Now, of course, there are, there are these exceptions to the rules. You know, anyone tries to hurt your husband or hurt a loved one. I understand that. But other than that, you should have all, you should always have a calm demeanor. You know, your voice should never go above a certain octave. And you should always look at every situation as an opportunity, every situation as, you know, a problem to diffuse. You know, I you know, I feel that people will, will live a whole lot longer, will be a whole lot happier, be a whole lot more at peace if they adopt a very relaxed kind of attitude. Not necessarily an I don't give a fuck attitude, but more or less like a stoner whatever kind of attitude. And that's something that I always deal with, something that I always look for. Because for the past 20 years, I've always had the relaxing attitude. Yes, people will irritate me, but I'll always, I'll always poke fun at it. But I'll never let them get my goat. 
You know, I never let them grind my gears, as they would say. I'm always just level-headed. I'm always calm. And sometimes, you know, it pisses people off that I'm just so relaxed, which I find utterly hilarious. Because nothing in this world that really should get to you if you really, really think about it. I mean, you know, what are your thoughts on that one? So, I kind of agree with you about the Zen thing. I'm slowly evolving that method. I don't think I'll fully reach the point of Zen that you are. But, I mean, if you remember, I used to be a very angry person. Um, but that was due with a lot of um, repressed drama, trauma, not drama, uh, trauma, rage, all, the, all a lot of a lot of issues I was working on that I wasn't really processing back then. And nowadays, I kind of don't really stress the the small stuff, I I just feel like I just don't care. I think it got to the point and what, where it really happened was, of course, the death of my father. And I saw how a lot of people were towards me and towards the situation when that happened. And it kind of broke something in me. In a way, it's just, I just don't care. I just refuse to waste any more energy on this person on the situation, anything. And I have no problem stepping out of a situation, stepping in one, saying what's on my mind, because I just, I'm not here to please people. I, and I, I'm usually a ple people pleaser to an extent, but I understand my boundaries now that I won't go so far anymore. I'll do what's within what I feel like is good. And then I'm like, okay, I no longer agree with what's going on here. I'm gonna step away and then, I get my joking mad, you know, with the whole, you know, you're not watching Star Wars, but now you've watched it. Uh, Sarah not seeing the never-ending story. Those types of rages are more like a joking kind of rage that I like to do, but it's not full-on, okay, I'm, I'm going to actually murder you. And then there are situations that happen when I'm at work. There could be a problem that's happening on my, from a different department or whatever. I will be mad about it in the moment. I give, I always say, it's okay to feel anger for, you know, up to, for me, like, okay, maybe for an hour, maybe for the day, however long it is, but let it go. Like, don't feel it the next day. So I don't let anger sit with me as long. I don't channel it as bad as I used to. So I understand what you're saying with the whole Zen thing. And again, I don't think I'll ever be on your level, but I feel like I've made a massive improvement versus to who I was five years ago. And it wasn't something that just happened overnight. You know, that's something I had to, to really work through and to really take that, uh, you know, reflection on life. So, and I'm trying to teach that, you know, to my little one. And of course, being a teenager, of course, anything that happens, you know, your world is over. So it's, it is what it is. I understand that. So slowly I'm trying to teach them the ways of just calming down, taking a deep breath, looking at things logical and, you know, uh, wanting him to listen, to understand, not listen, to react. So that's one of the major things I'm trying to teach him. And he's always asking me, he goes, why are you so calm? You know, don't you ever lose it? I'm like, no, not really, because it's not worth it. You know, nothing's worth it. You know, of course, the fear of going to jail and getting molested by a rural of the Magdal rapist is a very good incentive, you know, to always keep your cool. But I do it more for, the, you know, like the, uh, the mental health. That's, you know, really popular thing now is the mental health and also my physical health. Because if you think about it, the more you lose your temper, the more you lose your cool, you know, it speeds up your heart, stretches your body, stuff like that. And the last thing you want is to die because of someone else's misery. 
So that's one of the major things. Uh, that's you know that's the hill I'll die on. So I'll fire that back to you if if you have uh, any other comments on that. I feel like the day that the only two things I could possibly think that you might lose your zen is a uh, the day I find, uh, I meet your son again and I just smack him in front of you, uh, which I am willing to do just to see Adrian get angry. And the second thing is is when he comes home. Not if, but when he comes home to say, you're going to be a grandpa. And when that happens, I'm going to call you and I'm going to say, congratulations. I know you and your husband are expecting because it's going to happen the exact same time. So, haha, neener, neener, your turn. I just fully cannot wait. I mean, of course, when people are listening to this, we're, we're already past my birthday. And, you know, so when I hit Adrian, it felt really good. Yes. And after I bought her a baby basket full of wipes, you know, you know, baby diaper kid, a table, stuff like that, you know, you, like you will see the announcements, you know, on her Instagram page. So, and just by the way, uh, Adrian, how are the repairs going to your car after I hit it with a baseball bat from you, from you bringing baby stuff to my birthday? It's no problem. As long as you replace the four tires I slashed of yours, it's okay. I apologize to your husband in advance. Well, yeah, if you, fla- if you slashed, oh, because you slashed all four tires the insurance covers it the trick to that is is you have to slash three out of the four tires because then the insurance doesn't cover it i have to go back and work on that so yes yeah the birthday party was a smash no pun intended smash so for me um i guess i think you would probably agree with me on this is that i feel like a lot of the pop artists are overrated musical artists are very much overrated that where they have the fan base becomes so toxic so for instance like taylor swift fans and beyonce fans like the like where they they're called the beehive or something you could when it comes to beyonce i understand she's a very great vocalist she has a really great voice she some of her songs sound amazing but i feel like it's overrated i and then there's taylor swift the whole I feel like she's super overrated. I feel like it's the basic white girls that love her, the teenagers, the preteens. And I just, I, I can admit that there's a couple of songs that I can listen to from her. But if someone came to me saying, hey, I have Taylor Swift tickets and you don't have to pay, let's go together. And I'm like, no, thank you. I would legit say, no, thank you. I would pass on Taylor Swift. It's just, she's just not my vibe. I, I just truly feel like she's overrated. And then on top of that is she just irritates me in a way because if anyone is aware of the, of the common joke about Taylor Swift is that she writes songs about any guy she's ever dated or any experiences she's had or romantically. There's nothing wrong with that. I truly believe, okay, singers and artists should do things based on their life experiences. Sometimes they get songs from actual songwriters. Sometimes they'll do off their own experiences. That is okay. What she's doing is fine. You can date a billion men and write every single song about your experience. That That's fine, that's that's you. So people make a joke out of it because it's just humor. Uh, there's like a an award show where someone's like, you know, hey man, if you're gonna date Taylor Swift or this other person, make sure you treat them very well because they're also gonna write a song about you. And the face she made, like it pissed her off, I'm like, why are you so mad about that? That's literally what you do. That it's it's one thing if you're like, oh, I've only wrote three songs about my ex-boyfriends and I, no other song ever since. 
know, almost every song is about an experience you had with some part partner you had romantically. So when someone makes a joke about that, you act like you're pit you act all pissed off, like it's not true. It's literally the fucking. So that's another reason why I hate her. I just can't stand <laughs> her. Is because of that. Like own it. Be embrace that. That's what you do and move on. <laughs> now this is a part of the conversation where where I'm gonna step up and I'm gonna plead just total ignorance because my music tastes they stop at 1996 because I'm officially that old guy that really can't relate to the new music nowadays now my good friend Brittany shout out to Brittany she's a humongous Taylor Swift fan who she calls Tay Tay which I can't believe I'm actually saying that and I heard some of her music before it's it's catchy it's poppy but this one I'll have to give it to you because the music nowadays and I'm that old guy I don't get I don't understand it's catchy I don't know what's popular or if I do hear a song I don't know who sings it I, I literally have to Google a certain title or a certain chorus of it I never knew who Doja Cat was I thought that was similar to a Doja coin or a Dogecoin. See, see, I don't even know what that is. So, as far as she goes, I've heard the stories, and I've you know I read the articles, stuff like that. And my whole thing is, and color me weird. If I'm a pop star, and I'm making millions of dollars, I could give two French fry titty fucks of what anybody thinks about me. Or putting out my personal business out there. Of course, the songs reflect you, and it, re it reflects how you feel and how you see certain things. But I would leave that up. To, I would leave that up to the interpretation of my fans. And if it thinks, if they think it's about a relationship, let them think that. If they think it's about me pooping, you know, in public, let them think about it. I'm just too busy writing songs, or just counting the money. Color me weird, because I, I was a poor kid growing up. That's well documented. But I wouldn't really, I wouldn't really care. And I guess that sounds cold and callous, but I just let them figure it out on themselves. And of course, you know, they, I mean, they might take my stuff out of context. See, see what I did there? I just let them go from there. So, you know, like that's, you know, that's my own little shtick. Question here. What, so you, like in 1996 is where your musical taste like kind of stopped. How old were you when that happened? Hmm, that was, I was in my mid-twenties when my music, yep. with my, yeah, my music tastes hit the wall. Yeah, uh, yep. uh, so that definitely makes sense because where I'm going to be 29, uh, or I'm sorry, why is this is recorded? I am 29. Oh, this sucks. Uh, 29 sucks. You're old. Fuck you, you're older. I'm grandpa. <laughs> so anyway, um, my, pretty much my musical tastes, pretty much the same thing. Uh, I'm in my late 20s now but probably about 25 26 is kind of where i kind of stopped getting on the trend with all new music new artists it's still like i can still listen to some newer songs but it's kind of like rare most of my spotify's are you know from my music tastes from like a few years ago and back of different genres i'm the type of person that will listen to every genre it just depends on the song i can go from opera orchestra music acoustics all the way to gangster rap uh, or screaming heavy metal but i usually listen to between um like alternative rock to um certain country 
like I usually go between mostly alternative rock, I should say. Uh, that's kind of my go-to most of the time. But I listen to everything. And it goes back to what I'm saying is I don't really listen to a lot of newer music that comes out today. If I know any of the newer music, it's only because I hear it from like when I'm scrolling through TikTok or watching a, something on YouTube or anything like that. But I because I don't listen to the radio anymore. I, I just because there's so many songs that I'm like, how the fuck is this a song? I'm now back in that stage where it's like back in my day, they actually made real music. <laughs> so yeah, I, I just listen to my own playlist on my Spotify and it's every so often where something will come through that I'm like, oh, hey, I like this. I've never heard this before. I'm going to listen to it on repeat 500 times before I get bored of it. Yeah, no, I, I understand that fully. When I was driving to Spring Hill, a nice almost three-hour drive, I did not have my uh, Sirius app playing my music, so I listened to the radio. And they played that Doja Cat person, woman, whomever, they played her song about 15 times in that two-and-a-half-hour block of me driving in the car. Now, the first time I heard the song, it was catchy, it was entertaining. The second time I heard it, I'm like, okay, well, the lyrics are are different but but i guess the kids like it nowadays the third time i heard it i'm like okay i know every single lyric to this song and the fourth time i wanted to claw my eyeballs out so it all goes back to um it's it's the generational thing i've heard i said that sentence so many times already it's a generational thing i know music back in my day you know the blink 182 the green day the marilyn manson the ministry stuff like that parents will listen to it and go, oh my God, this is freaking scary and I don't want to have anything to deal with it. So now you and I are in that parental bubble to where we listen to something now and we just don't get it. Uh, stuff my son listens to, I don't get it. And I understand and I, I just stand back and I go, okay, this is what you like, it's fine. I don't know what the message is, but whatever works for you. So I understand. So you had me until you said us in a parental bubble. Um, I am not in a parental bubble. But let's get that straight right now. Um, oh, I am a dog mama. Because um, even as I'm saying that right now, my, my older shepherd, um, not older, he's only two, but he's kind of chilling out sitting right next to me and I'm just like scratching his head because God forbid I go 30 seconds without giving him my undivided attention. He becomes a dr dr dramatic crying whining little baby don't you so and i'm currently giving him my attention as i'm talking because if i don't he's going to start whining and you will hear it and um yeah he's just a good boy huh? yep. just like a baby you and your husband we having shortly yep give the baby all the attention get used to it get used to I it i will see you in hell and i won't even wave hi <laughs> you will you'll drive by and wave at me you know on, you know, on your, on your way to work heard. <laughs> so my turn for my hill to die on and i preached this before in my previous shows and here we go i think no i take that back i believe that everyone has a purpose everyone has a purpose on this big ball called earth or flat or any flat earth fuckers anyhow i think everyone has a purpose on this planet i think you're put here for a reason and I think it's up to you to figure out what that reason is because I'm no Mensa student or anything, 
But during my travels and observing people and being around people, whether it be in relationships or family or friends or anything in between, I feel that people have a purpose. If you really, really think about it, you know, you, you were not asked to be born. Of course not. So you are chosen to be put on this planet to do something. And you learn and you grow and you evolve and you get a job, you get a relationship and you carry on to maybe a marriage or you carry on to be by yourself. You wake up with a specific purpose, not necessarily to make money, not necessarily to pay your bills. It's something that instilled in your psyche that makes you do something every single day. Because if not, you would just sit there and you would just watch the time go by. Now, it may explain to some people, some people may do that, the very rare few that will just sit around and just watch the world go by while others have a particular purpose. And I've always asked myself this question ever since I was seven years old, that why am I here? You know, what am I meaning to do? I, was I meant to have a son? Was I meant you know, to be in a relationship for this long? Was I meant to have this particular job? Was I meant to even be in this hotel room? Stuff like that. And I think once you figure it out and you attain that particular goal, everything else, of course, is just, you know, icing on the cake. But then once you complete your goal, your mission to why you're here, then you go to something else. Now, what I mean by go somewhere else, that means you leave this vessel that you're in and you go somewhere else. I know, taking take a little bit deep, a deep right turn. So I understand. So what do you think? So it's like an agree to disagree kind of thing is because I don't know. Um, this is coming from myself where I truly don't feel like I have a place where in this on this world. I don't know. I think I'm one of those side characters in a show, uh, the NPCs in a video game that's just standing in the background while all the other characters and even side characters get the attention. I just, I truly don't see a point in my existence because of a lot of really horrible things that happened to me when I was younger. Um, the loss of my dad and then realizing from there is how I really don't have anybody. Like, uh, not in the sense of, oh, I have friends, they'll be here for me. No, as in, I'm very much alone when it comes to the sense of family. I don't really have any family. Uh, holidays are very depressing uh i i just have a big my existence is pretty much very empty i have my husband we're married but it's not like i feel like oh i was put on this earth to marry him because i'm not really contributing much to like our marriage of course i, I will have to say that he loves me he's happy with me but where we are with our lives is mostly due to him and um, he, I feel like he takes care of me because I, I'm the one that needs that support more so than him. I feel like if I disappeared tomorrow, he could be sad about it for a little bit, but he would be fine with his life. So I truly think is I will die at some point. And sure, I might have some people that will come and mourn for me, but the mourning won't last for a long, like it won't last for a long time. No one's going to be so physically distraught that's going to wreck them. And I'll just be a distant memory that will fade, fade out after, not even after one generation, probably. So it's, and when you talk about like purpose, where we have the purpose of we do things, we, we, we work, we have life experiences and stuff. I feel like 
it's it's kind of like how the world is it's the necessity there's some of us that do have that drive that we just want to get up and move because we want to eat we want to go see things but then you can't do those things without money because that's how the world is set up and how do you get money by doing work so you have the motivation that ends up being programmed into us to do all these things because we can't just simply exist and live and do what we would love to do because the whole world order is like no, you need to suffer to enjoy things, and even then, barely, where people will go their entire lives. You know, I'll see, it's like, you know, we go to Walmart, and the Walmart greeters are someone in their 70s or 80s on a walker or something, and they're having to work because the system doesn't support them after they've worked for years. Um, my own father, he was a truck driver most of his life, and was pretty much broke most of his life, and because of other things and so he died not having really much of a whole lot and not having a lot of worldly experience outside of florida outside of this country because driving as a truck driver so it's it's those type of things it's like i don't think there's like purpose unless if you think of like oh there's the long game like um you know this person was born because five generations later their great 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 grandchild is going to do this thing and so for me that's where i kind of sit in a purgatory when it comes to that kind of belief is i don't believe in religion um because i feel like it's more hypocritical and they're more out to get your money than anything but it doesn't mean like i don't believe in something like i truly believe that there's something beyond us but the way that it steps in I feel like it's it doesn't. Whereas people are like, oh, thank God for this. Uh, thank God for that. Well, God does things in mysterious ways. I feel like whatever entity is above us, whether it's God, it's spirits, it's however you want to call it, I feel like everything's the same. Um, everyone just has different names for it. And I just feel like it kind of just does its own thing. It's like, okay, I've created you. Do your thing. Whatever happens in your life, is because that's just what happens. It's not because I did it for you or anything. It's you did it for yourself or unfortunately these circumstances happen to you. And I, but whatever this entity is, I just don't feel like it comes into play. But yet there are moments in my life that I feel like it could have. So it's just a big like tug and pull kind of thing for me. And so it's like, I believe and yet I don't believe at the same time. It's very contradictive. Interesting. Now, I thought it was a rub and tug. Anyhow, no, I, I, I understand what you mean fully. It's just that that's one of the hills that I'll die on. It's just I think, I'm not too sure. I guess it's my way of thinking. I guess it could be a brain tumor. I guess it could be just something that made a certain section of my brain wake up years ago. It's just, I think that every single day I'm meant to do something. Or... As I get older, the message becomes more and more clear of I need to I need to do something. I need to have an impact um, on my life and on somebody else's life or maybe a certain group or maybe even the world. Because like I said before, I never, ever, ever thought in a million years that I would do a podcast and have my voice be heard amongst so many people all over the world. Never, ever thought that because I had a horrendous stutter. I could barely eke out a sentence where I was extremely shy and timid 
to where I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want anybody hearing my voice, more or less subscribing to it. And now, four years later, I'm doing this stuff every single week happily. So I never thought I'd do that, but I know and I understand that my words have power, just like your words have power, and people go out of their way to listen to us talk, which still just totally amazes me. So I think that could be one of the many purposes that I have in life. Hmm. Yeah, it, again, it's for me, it's like I, it's like agree and not, and not agree at the same time. It's, I guess I just don't have, I mean, you heard my opinion, but it's not a solid opinion at the same time. I think it's just, as I go through life, I'll figure it out more. But, so, um, I figure the last part of the hill I will die on, I just had the thought in my head, and then I looked, and then I was paying attention to my dog, because, God forbid, I don't pay attention to him. Um, what was the hill I would die on? You know what? While I'm trying to think about that, this is a good time for you to make your plugs. <laughs> of course, you can always find us on walkerac76.podbean.com. That's walkerac Seventy-six. .podbean.com. Don't forget to show us some love on cafepress.com forward slash W-A-C-E. That's where you can find apparel from Henry the Fox, the Walker AC Experience, shirts, t-shirts, pillowcases, blankets, you name it, they have it. And also you can email us under slackingmajestically01yahoo.com. That's slackingmajestically01yahoo.com. You can also download, subscribe, give us a thumbs up so the algorithm will always recommend our podcast to you. We are under 20 2020 free apps, whether it be Pandora, whether it be Google Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, iHeartRadio. That's where you can find Walker AC Experience. You can find us. So continue to support, and we thank you because, once again, without us, no, I see. I screwed that up. Without you, there will be no us. So, uh, get your thoughts clear yet? Yes. And then, honestly, I got my thought back probably not even three seconds into you making your plug. And I almost was going, like, wait, stop. <laughs> but I was like, no, no, we got this. We got this. Uh, just to top that off, you can find me on Instagram as Majestic Nerd Lady. Um, that's the only place you're going to find me currently. No Twitters, no the Snaps, no other platform if you do manage to find me on our platform it's either private or it's i don't use it or it's not me so again majestic nerdly on the instagram and um yeah so my last hill i will die on is fast food and mexican food chains are horrible with the exception of taco bell i don't know what it is about taco bell i think they put crack in their food let's talk about their food quality it's not great it's not grand or anything like that if anything, it's probably like maybe D to C tier, but I, I like Taco Bell. I, I could eat that sucker a lot, especially their Baja Blast. But when it comes to things like Moe's, Chipotle, Tijuana Flats, um, I just, when someone suggested, I'm like, no, oh, gross, no. And it's really difficult because those are three places that are in my city. And my coworkers, when they want to eat out for lunch, those are the three places they love to go order from. And I'm always like, no thanks. I don't want to lose my appetite. And it's just, I, I don't, I don't have a full explanation. I, it's not that I've had bad experiences. It's just the food has always just been very bland to me. And whereas 
again with Taco Bell, I'm not saying that it, it's any better food quality, but maybe it's their, the sauces. Uh, I, I don't I don't know. I cannot formulate an idea or reasonable explanation, but I can do Taco Bell. But the other three places I named can't do them. I just I don't I don't think they're worth it. I think they're very overpriced for their mediocre food quality. And uh, yeah, I'm actually honestly surprised that they still remain open. <laughs> I used to enjoy Taco Smell. I used to enjoy McDonald's. I used to enjoy all the fast food place. Then something magically happened. I had a Maalox moment. Now, for those of you who, don't, who do not know what Maalox is, millennials, look it up. It's a thing where your stomach uh, yeah, does not really want to cooperate with you anymore, and you have to take like Tums or stuff like that to coat your stomach. My body couldn't handle that stuff anymore. I used to love Taco Bell, just like you. Um, for I get out of high school, go with my friends, and eat Taco Bell like there's no tomorrow. I'm surprised I didn't gain like 75 pounds eating that stuff. But nowadays, I can look at it. I can wave at it. I can make contact with it and talk to it. But eating it, nope, cannot do. Um, my only food that I can eat um, all the time is sushi. I can eat sushi a lot because surprisingly, it's not very filling. It's healthy. And yeah, you can eat a crap ton out of it and you can still feel okay. Okay. Holy, oh man, sushi. I only just got into sushi like a couple years ago. I can't believe I missed out on it for so long. Well, I'm sorry, my, uh, <laughs> what? No, 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 go ahead. Like your microphone cut out. So I was just wondering where you, where you went. Uh, no, it's just, um, I just got charged for something that I did not do. I just saw the notification on my phone, so that's that's gonna be something that Ashley's gonna deal with post uh, recording. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh oh. Disney. <laughs> Disney though. Hmm. Okay. But uh, don't you have a game for us? <laughs> Absolutely. That one was a quick, quick death. Okay, that's perfect. So we're gonna try this one more time. And now we had a special one. That's going to happen on her birthday that you, will, that you will hear about the following week. So just stay tuned, folks. <sighs> now, Ashley Majestic, are you ready to play America's Favorite Game? The game that brings us together. The game that brings children and families together into one great unit. They can sit by the fireplace and play this game amongst themselves and have prizes. And just, see, this solves world hunger. Are you ready to play Pick the Porn? Yes, let's do this. All right. Now, I think we did this one already, but let me just double check here. So round one. Now, for those of you, the uninitiated, how this works is we're going to give you three porn titles. And it's up to you to choose which one is a fake porn. Now, for those of you who are playing at home, please keep score. Because right now, Ashley's losing. So, title number one. Ass Ventura, Crack Detective. Number two. My Big Fat Greek Breasts. Number three, everyone I did last summer. Which one is the fake porn? Say the second one. My big fat Greek breasts. Is that your final answer? Yes. You are correct. That is the fake oh, porn. Hell oh, yeah. Round number two. Number one, GI Blow. Number two, 
Ferris Bueller gets off. Number three, 51st Orgasm. Which one is the fake porn? The Ferris Bueller one. Ferris Bueller's Get Off? You are incorrect. That is a real porn. The fake porn is G.I. Blow. Oh my god. <laughs> now, round three. Now, you're tied, so here we go. America's Top Whore. Intercourse with a Vampire. Raiders of the Lost Arse. Which one is the fake porn? Say Raiders. Is that your final answer? Yes. You are incorrect. That is a real porn. America's Top Horror is a fake porn. I hate this game. Now, let's go for a bonus round, because right now you're you're you you know, you're you're uh two and one right now. So, the final one. Schindler's Fist. Slutter Island. Or, damn it, where's the other one? See, I lost the other one here. So, we're going to bear with me one second here. Now, where can people find you again if they want to talk to you? If they want to reach out to you? If they want to see who you are, who you look like? How, how, how can they find you again? But just lay down Instagram. Get your shit together, Adrian. <sighs> I'm working on it. Okay, here we go. Okay. Wow, very unprofessional. I know, I know. <clears throat> so, here we go. Speed round. Schindler's Fist. Slutter Island. Toys are sluts. Which one is the fake porn? I'm really hoping it's the Toys are sluts. You are correct. That is okay. the fake porn. Okay. Now, are you feeling better now? Because the last one you really didn't, you know, you really didn't like, you claimed... No, because those are... Okay, because no, 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 no. Because some of the ones were like, oh, you are incorrect. And then I go on Google and I will see porn titles in those names. No, you see something similar to that. That is not exactly the porn title. All I'm saying is thing like, things have gotten violent at my party. And on I... the following episode, we're going to reminisce on how violent Ashley did get. Let's <laughs> see, we talked about being zen and already going to talk about being violent. I mean, no, no, no. yeah, we talked about being zen, but I was openly honest about that. I'm not on your level of zen. Why not? It's a pretty simple thing. I mean, you have a great home, great animals, great husband, great job. You should be very zen. You should be very relaxed. You should breathe more and relax and try not to. I have a friend that I'm not naming names, but I have a friend that keeps saying that I'm going to get pregnant. And then keeps um, rigging the game of Pick the Porn. So I would think those are just a couple reasons off the top of my head why I can't find Zen. He's only looking out for your best interest. Yeah, and, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. And, and, and also, when you have your bouncing baby girl, it's going to be a girl. Once you have your bouncing baby girl, you're going to put all that loving energy towards her and her growth and development. And she's going to drive you insane for the first five years. Mm-hmm. And I will sit by and I will chuckle. I will bring over toys that make a whole lot of noise. I will leave them. I will teach your lovely daughter some nice little phrases and words. And yeah, it'll be tremendous. And she will be just like you. It'll drive you insane. In fact, um, while, like first, um, I'm going to murder you. Um, the second thing is, while we're talking, I did a little research because I, I got... Like what I just briefly talked about, I was like, I got to charge 
for like you know a certain amount of money and it was titled disney i'm like i did not fucking do anything with disney i have disney plus but it's an annual um subscription so i don't get charged until next month and then i'm doing more detail into it like okay why did i get charged this much by disney and so fun fact i guess with hulu uh because my subscription I get charged in the 10th and that's how I added it up and it's the, it's the same amount. I guess my Hulu charge came out under as the title of Disney, which I don't understand why it came out as Disney and not Hulu, but you know, whatever. But at least that is solved and I didn't have to kill anybody. Murder is never, well, never mind. I wasn't saying murder is never good, but depending upon the circumstance. What's really interesting is how much do you pay for Hulu? Just a small aside. Um, I used to pay a little bit more, but now I think I pay, no, no, no. I think I, I paid the $14.99. Okay. It was really interesting. Uh, when I bought my iPhone, um, I have Hulu for free for life. Yeah. Sorry, what? I have Hulu for free for life as, I, as long as I have my iPhone. Okay. You have the iPhone. Okay. Well, do you have the commercials, though? Um. Yes, I do. But, I mean, probably, uh, yeah. Yeah, see, so probably, probably with what you're paying, you know, you don't, you don't get the commercials and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't do commercials. I, I've become very spoiled on that. I should also tell Jeffrey that I got the Hulu back on. Yeah, that that, that might work. But actually, so what would what Jeff with Jeffrey? Um, people that have been listening to when Jeffrey did a few episodes with us, um, him and I for as long as our friendship has been going on for for almost eleven years now, him and I always split subscriptions. So like Netflix, Hulu. Uh, other depending on the streaming services it's either we'll split the pay or we take turns paying so he pays for the netflix i pay for hulu we split disney plus he pays for hbo max uh, i think there was another subscription that i was paying for that we we're doing and then we canceled because we weren't watching it but we kind of just trade off so we don't have so i don't have to pay for a whole bunch of stuff and he doesn't have to pay for a whole bunch of stuff and it kind of works out that's just not too bad. Now, just a, just a little small thing before we close up shop. This has been on my mind for a little bit because I'm looking at my computer. I'm about to you know watch TV after I convert all the files and everything over. And I'm looking at all my apps I have, Netflix and Hulu and HBO and stuff like that. And I notice I don't pay for any of my apps. I borrow my apps from my friends. And I'm wondering, because I know that's so common. Everybody does. Everybody and their grandmother does it. How many apps are actually yours out of all the ones you have? Let me look. I know for a fact Hulu is mine. Um, let me see. Now see, uh, see, while she's looking, I can honestly say, I'll be honest with you, my listeners. Hulu's mine. Netflix isn't mine. HBO isn't mine. Oh, no, I, I lie. I've been caught in a lie. Um, the Peacock, that's mine. I pay five bucks a month for that. And I lend that out to my friends also. So uh, Amazon, not mine. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Now, I'm looking to score a Paramount Plus from somebody. Hint, hint. If you have Paramount Plus, let me know. But that's the only ones I have that's mine is the Hulu and, and, uh, and, uh, and the Peacock. Yeah. Paramount Plus because my mom has it um, and she logged in on my TV on it and she said it's fine I can just keep it logged in on the TV um, no actually the only subscriptions I have that are fully mine is my Hulu my Spotify and my Amazon and so my Netflix Jeffrey pays for HBO Max Jeffrey pays Disney we split that and my Amazon is mine is um, 
actually like mine and my husband's but we have two separate profiles we did it's like a family thing um you can add one other person so that's why it is you know i so i have my own separate amazon he has it but it's under a plan i pay for and that way my husband does the youtube premium where we don't have the commercials and ads on youtube anymore we just did this like a month ago so he pays for the youtube premium i pay for the amazon prime and uh and then spotify is just mine alone I used to pay extra on Spotify because I did the family plan so my husband could have it too. But ever since having the YouTube premium, he just listens to all of his music on there. So I just switched it down to just me using Spotify. And uh, yeah, so those are the only things I actually pay for. She's getting tired already. <laughs> Listen, I, I, it's my time of hibernation. I've, we've discussed this. Oh yeah, yeah good, good point, good point. So, of course, as we wind down here, do you have any final comments for our listeners out there as we wrap up another successful edition of the Out of Context podcast? The final thing is a hill that I will also die, uh, die on is that if, if a very strong, capitalized if, the day were to happen and if I were to become impregnated, the hill I will die on is that I'm going to immediately beat the hell out of Adrian. Always goes back to violence. Just, just yep. breathe. Just relax. Yep. Find, nope. Fi- um, nope. find humor nope. in things. Nope, I'm zen until things like that. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. But anything before we go? Do you have something for us before we go? As I just get ready to hit the stop button because I know it's going to be bad. Well, I have one. What do you call a sleeping bowl? What? Oh man, that's so easy. You could have found it. It's a bulldozer. Oh, God. Wow. Good night, everybody. <laughs>